Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that was pretty good, actually. Better than I expected. Thanks, thanks, Jordan, Hannah, and um, whatever your name is on the drums, Noah. I knew your name after a second. It just went blank. Uh, just for leading us in, in worship. I've got to move these over so no one br- breaks their neck. I don't know what that was, so I don't want to know what that was. Um, tonight, we're going to have a talk. Is that all right? We're going to be in the Word. We're going to get in the Word. And sometimes I preach through a text. But tonight I want to talk about some things. And there's some, uh, we don't do a, a, a message like this very often. But sometimes defining something is very important uh, moving fo- forward for a group. And so we're going to, I'm going to share some things. And we're going to look at what the Word of God has to, has to say about it as well. And then how does it apply to us? Okay, so are you game for that? A little different um, than what we've been doing lately, going through books and whatnot, and this is for tonight. Um, life is crazy sometime. Would you agree? Past year and th- three months, crazier than crazy, right? I mean, there's the outside for- forces. There's things that we fight about now that were never fought about in your life, like mask or no mask. For a lot of people, it's vaccine or no vaccine. There's just all these things are, are pulling, and uh, a lot of the world makes it where it's, it's polarizing. That means you're either on this side or that side, and there's no meeting in the middle. We're at, we're at war. Do you, does it feel a little like that to you? I hate that feeling. It's stressful, and it wears me out. So we have all these outward things going on, and then y'all dealt with with something uh, no one's dealt with for quite a few years in the U.S., and that is at spring break of last year, you quit going to school. Now, some kids would think that would be a party. What? School's over at spring break, and I'm off. You know, some kids aren't even back in school yet, which is crazy to think about. But even for a lot of y'all, you're out for, for months. Now, some of you are like, I'm homeschooled. We never quit. I'm sorry. You know, I understand that. But, but it's, it, the world changed. It was different. It was hard. But because of that, not only were the, the outside of the world changed, but the inside of what we felt changed. We've been more isolated than ever before. I think if, if you don't know this, social media is not a substitute for community. It, it, it lacks. We, we, we lose. If that's where we're going to get our self-worth from, it's never going to meet your need. And even self-worth from community here is not going to meet your needs. It's only going to be through, through Christ and through God. We've had all these, these weird things. And, and what I'm going to share about tonight, I, I, I flash back to the movie To Save a Life. Who here has seen the movie To, Sa- to Save a Life? Not, not many of you. Stories about a young man named Jake. Jake is not church, doesn't go to church, doesn't believe in God. He has a very close friend of his who in school commits su- 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 suicide. And so he sees this going. He tries to stop his friend. He, he, he can't. And uh, he ends up wanting to know what's, what's this life about. There's got to be more to life than this. And he's invited by a cool youth pastor, much like your own, not really, um, who invites him to youth group and to church. And so he starts to go. But you know, he doesn't, doesn't believe in God. He's just there to listen and to watch. And he goes there a few times. And there's a scene in the film where he's sitting there and his girlfriend has left because she felt judged. But, you know, I don't know what all that was about in the film. 
but he's sitting there and he comes back he's sitting in the back of the room and he begins to look and the youth pastor just pouring his heart about living for Christ and honoring God with your life and he looks around and all the youth are doing notes they're talking they're not listening they're I don't think phones were a big thing back then in 2012 whenever this film was out so they, did, they weren't on their phones but it was like they, they would be on their phones just not caring what was being said and he's sitting there lost kid watching what's going on and he stands up and he shouts this phrase he says what's the point of all this if you're not going to let it change you and so that's sort of my challenge for you tonight what's the point of all this what's the point of the edge uh coming to church being a part of this youth group if you're not going to let it change you can can, can we sort of dig deep down even within ourselves and go huh Am I really, am I playing a game or am I fighting to live this thing out in my life the best I can? And I struggle and I fall more often than I care to admit. But man, I'm still trying to get back up. I'm still trying to follow him. So this is what we're going to go through a little bit tonight. What's the purpose of the EDGE student service? I want you to know for me, what's the point of what we do and why we do it? Are you game? Four people, I'll take you. The, the, The rest of you, just come on along. This is the first point, for you to truly know, see, and experience God for who he is. That's our number one goal of this student service. And for when you bring a friend, that is my hope, that they will will know, see, and experience God for who he is. Uh, Quite a few years ago, I was in Utah. I was on a hike with, with, with Noah. It was about 2009. So Noah was, I think, around nine at the time. We were in the state of Utah in a place called Canada. Canyonlands National Park. Only one national. I just add it for emphasis. Two people left. We hiked to a spot called the Grand View Point. And at the end of the service, I'm going to show you a picture of it, but not until the end. And it was there was a ledge that was as long as a football field and about 40 feet wide. And past that ledge, it dropped off into nothing. It was over a, th- a, a thousand foot drop. And my, so I'm not, like I shared before, not real, real great on heights, anything, like getting me near, 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 near the edge. Uh, and I've actually got a video of a few years later of an, an edge that was like it. T- take a look at, at this video. We, we don't need sound for it. So this is a, like a, a hike we, we went on. May Lee was pretty young. Uh, and I was like, hey, don't, don't hang on that rock on the edge there. Um, but wa- watch it. It's sort of like a 20-second video. But look, at, look how... That's far down. Uh, okay, okay. I, just stop right there. That was the video. Um, so we were at a, an expanse like that, and it was so scary, the drop-off, I could get, like, maybe, maybe to here. And so then, me being the bold, brave guy that I was, got down and <laughs> inched myself over so I could barely see. But like, I'm like, hold my feet! We're not on a slope or anything. I'm like, hold my feet! You know, I'm looking, and my br- brother-in-law, who is the bravest guy in the world, does the exact same thing. <laughs> we're both 35-year-olds or whatever, and we're crawling, and we're looking... And you couldn't breathe because the drop-off was so far. You know what would take 10 seconds for you to hit the ground if you fell from there? Whew. 
Oof, right? So it was, it was crazy awe. And just as I was challenged that day by my, my brother-in-law to crawl to the edge and look o- over and see how awesome it is, I want to challenge you to come to the edge every week and see how great our God is. It's hard. It's going to take effort. You may not be in the mood to do it, but someone needs to spur you on, spur your friends on to come. That's part of the name of why we're called The Edge. Did you know that? I just thought we were like edgy man because David in his games, you know. Uh, so, but no, there's a point. I, mean, I want to I bring you to The Edge because the view is incredible. Now, this isn't the only place that you'll see God, but this is a chance for, for you to see God. And maybe bring your friends so hopefully I can preach the text right and teach the truth right. And you can see God and they can see God for who he is. That's one of the purposes. There's a psalm that I think about when I think about this purpose. Psalm 34, 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. You know what that means? That means you experience him. That you're not looking from afar, but you. Man, I like to taste the loop. <laughs> taste and see that the loop is good. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I. I mean, I, if, I, if I looked at it, I went, oh, that looks r- r- really good. But I wouldn't really, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Until I took that bite of that. And this is what it's meant. Experience, I mean, taste and see. You know, you know, where's your faith? So this is it. Point one, tr- truly know, see, and experience God for who, for who he is. Purpose n- 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 number two is to teach you the commands of God so you will obey, follow, and honor him. I want to teach you the, these truths of God. You, you see, there's an edge that you can go to that's a straight drop off. And if you fall, it's scary. But if you look out at it, it's all inspiring and amazing. But there's also an edge that you come to where you've got to make a choice. Am I going to follow God's commands? Or am I going to just keep doing what I'm doing and just stay back with everybody else? Because going that edge is scary, and you don't really know what's there before you, but you know you're supposed to keep on going. But, man, I can't really see. I can't see where I'm landing. I can't see how this is going to work out. You don't, you don't understand, Pastor, and this is going to cost me, I know. The, the commands of God are going to cost you. But what you gain is so much more than the cost. There's a... So when I think about it, you've, you've heard us teach on flee from sexual immor, immor, immorality, right? And so, so this high, high, high school girl, when we teach, and we, we've taught this truth over and over, don't settle. Whatever you do, don't settle for just whatever guy comes along. Wait for and find this guy who loves God more than he loves you, and he's going to... Uh, Honor God first in the way that he even treats you. That's what you've got to look for. Ephesians 5, flee from sexual immorality. It's go- you know what? It's going to cost you. Do you understand? You may not have a date all of high school. And some people go, oh, that's horrible. But God says, hey, trust me, follow me, seek me. Don't settle. That's why we teach it. We also teach in Proverbs 13, 20. He who walks with the wise is wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Why? Your, your friends, who your peer group, your crew is, is key to your walk with Christ. Are you going to walk or not? 
But you know what? If you are going to be walk with the wise, that means you're going to be left out of a whole lot of things. And it's going to cost you. Are you willing to cross that line and go wherever God says go, even when it costs you friendships? Are you willing to speak the name of Jesus to talk about our sin? Romans 3.23, for all sin falling short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is what? Death, Death right? Romans 6.23. Are you willing to talk about that stuff, which is the gospel, and share the good news for God to love the world that he Gave his only begotten son. Are you, are you willing to talk about that stuff? Because that is going to cost you. Things will get awkward. Sometimes you just don't. You think, man, I really just messed that up. And God's saying this. Just be faithful. You know, you can't mess up faithful. Man, you could do a shirt that says that, right? You know, just be faithful. We worry so much we're going to not get it right or say it right. Just be faithful. That's why we teach these things. If I follow you, God, if I go across this line, come to the edge and keep going, those dreams that I have, they may not come true. I know. But his dreams can, and they're so much bigger and better than yours. They're so much more fulfilling than yours. They're so much less about you and so much more about him, and you will love life all the more and him even greater because you, you, you follow him. It's not about your dreams. It's about his dreams. But if I, you know, in Philippians 4, uh, verse, verse uh, 8, I think, yeah, it says whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right, whatever's pure, whatever's admirable, anything excellent or praise, praiseworthy, think about these things. Do, do you know what that means? When you come to the edge and there's a, a movie with explicit stuff in it, whether it's words or scenes or a TV show now that's just got just, just worldly stuff in it, and you go... Okay, I can choose not to watch this, but man, I'm going to miss out on that show. I'm going to miss out on what all my friends are saying is a, a great show. But are you willing to follow God and obey God, whatever he says to do? That is why we teach these things week in and week out. And sometimes you go, I feel like you're te- you, you teach sometimes the same thing over and over. There's a point. Because, man, I need to hear things over and over a lot of times before I even start to get it. I'm trying to encourage you to walk with him. You understand that if you trust and believe what the... Bible says that God has put your parents in your life as authority over you, and y'all may not get along all the time. You may not, uh, you're like, what? Get, not get along with my parents? Never. And, and you may not agree, and you, sometimes you may not think it's fair, but God still says we honor them. You've got to choose. You're at that edge. What are you going to do? A lot of people go, that's just too, too hard. And God says, push forward. Push forward. Third purpose for the edge. I need some help helpers on this one. Lord Beth Jones, come on down. Come on, Wyatt, come on down. Lord Beth, come over here. Let's go with Haley. Okay, Lord Beth, right here. Wyatt, right. Stand right there on the edge. Stand right here on the edge. Haley, stand right here on the edge. All right, we got Hannah Leinbach. Come on down. Come on. I've got some pre-selected people just to let you know. They don't know what's going on, though. That's what's great. Stand right there, toes on the edge. Ben, come on down. And Cody Duran, come on down. These are just some of your 11th grade class, just to let you know. Stand right there. 
Let's give them a hand. Aren't they doing a great job? <clears throat> Lorbeth. And everything I'm about to say has n- nothing personally to do with each one here. You understand that? They are a stand-in for you, possibly. Got it? God's word says purity is important. What we've taught is that we don't settle. But man, that's hard. Right? And if you're not going to settle, it's going to cost you. Right? You're going to have to go. But sometimes it's hard to go on our own. Right? See, that's why God's put me within your life. Because part of my goals is to nudge you across that line. Not shove you, but some I will. Good job, you can go sit down. She did a great job, right? She didn't hit, hit her face. Around. Sometimes it's hard to go without being encouraged to go. And I'm not, I'm, you know, and, and, and this is what I mean by, by, um, by nudging you. I, I think I, I'm, and I'll explain this uh, a, a little bit more, but I've been asked by, or I've been asked by a lot of uh, some youth that goes, man, sometimes it's, it, it seems like you pour into more, some youth and then some youth you don't pour into as much. Why is that? And this is the way it works for me. The youth that lean into me, I can lean back into. The youth that come up to me and go, hey, Pastor Dan, can you pray for me about this? Or they send a text. And when you come to me and say, hey, will you pray for me about this? You open a door so that I can nudge you. I can't, I, I can't impact your life unless you invite me and allow me to do so. But I want to do that. Why friendships are important. You've got to choose who your friends are going to be. It's hard, right? But sometimes you're like, man, I just don't know if I can do it. And I th- I'll go, man, I think you can. And there he goes, right? Across that line, what we've got to do. Hail, Haley. Haley, 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 you got all your dreams, and they are grandiose dreams. But then God's got this plan for you. And say it's for you to go on the mission field, but you're scared to death. And I don't think I can do this. I know. I know it's going to be very, very hard. But you can do it. So we nudge everybody, right? Hannah, sharing your faith. But what if, what if, what if, what if they make f- fun of me? And they will make fun of you. But do you want to do it? Okay, good, 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 good. See, I don't want to push you unless you want to do it. I'm not going to push you. I'm not called to push you. But I, I am called. That's part of the role that God allows me to have within your life. Not make you do something you don't want to do, but help you to do the stuff you know you're supposed to, and you're like, man, I just need help. And I don't know, do y'all need help at times? Dude, I need pe- people to push me within my life. Hey, Ben, give God everything. I mean, everything. Is that easy to do? It's hard, right? And so I'm like seven, Ben going, Ben, go. And Ben's like, I want to go, but I'm scared. Go, Ben, go. And he goes, finally, right? Good job, Ben. Cody, I know you're a perfect man. Yeah. So I'm about out of, uh, I just don't know what to say about you. But I do know this. I don't know a teenage boy that is always in the best relationship with their mom. I'm not saying it's you. I'm just saying it could be anybody here. 
but man, the word God says, honor your mother and father. And I know you want to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Is it easy to do that all, all, all the time? No. But you want to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, good guys. Give them a hand, right? See, my purpose is not only to encourage you to follow, but I want to with my words. And I, but I want to lean in, into you. I want to knock you in the direction you're supposed to be going. Some of you are like, why do you hound me about youth camp so much? Because oh, I'm a bulldog. But also because you have talked to me about enough things where you're like, man, I know this stuff I'm, I should be doing. And I'm like, well, what's your excuse? Well, I think I might have to work. I'm like, oh, no, seriously. So, but I am only allowed to push. I'm only able to push those who allow me to and invite me to. I've got... Um, a pub, you know, I, I've learned a couple things in my 28 years of life. Okay, and um, this is what I, I've um, I've learned. I've got a father named Joseph H. Walsh III, and my dad taught me how to love your wife above all things that you have in this in this world. That you cherish your wife. That you love your wife. He learned that not only in words that he shared with me, but in the ways that he lived out in front of me and in conversations that we had. Uh, as I leaned into my father, he leaned right back into me, and I, I learned these things. As a young man, I um, uh, was going to church. My home life wasn't a very churched home life, but there was an awesome man named, Ooh, give me teary eyed, Glenn Robinette who taught a Sunday school class for college that I would go over to his house. And just being with him and watching him, I learned how to uh, spiritually lead in your home and to love your family well. And I learned it from this man who just took the time because I leaned in because I wanted to know how he did it and he leaned right back to me showing me not with just the way he would act but with words that he, 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 he would share. Um, there was a, 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 another guy in my life when I was uh, in my early 20s named Blaine Jacobs. And Blaine came up to me and said, I think you might need to look into youth ministry uh, two years before I even even gave it a chance. He saw something in me that I never saw in myself until he spoke those words to me, and it changed everything. He, you know, I leaned into him, and he leaned back into me. That's that's how this, this works. So, part, I'm just asking you, and allow me to lean into you. Allow me to, whether that's, hey, Pastor Dan, can you pray for me? Hey, Pastor Sam, what do you think the, the, this text in the Word means? How does this apply to my life? Pastor Sam, I'm trying to find a new book to start reading. What, 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 I really want to grow my faith in this area. What, what book do you think? Those things are how you lean into me. And I will always lean back because that is one of the greatest things I get to do. All right? <clears throat> Look at... at uh, Oh, oh gosh, I missed a, a verse. Look at this verse. I, I missed it. Look in Psalm chapter chapter seven or, or chapter nineteen. Psalm chapter nineteen, and this is talking about the law, right? How we teach the word of God and why it's important for you to know. I just want you to know this to see this. It's Psalm nineteen seven 
through 10, it says this. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter than honey. Why do we teach the word of God here, the commandments of God here? Because they are right, they are true, they are perfect, they are good, they are so important. That's a great passage for you to know. And so why, why do we nudge? Why, why do even the leaders that lead your small groups, they nudge you more than you know. They share more than you know. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, it says this. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as in, uh, as in the habit of some, but enc- encouraging one uh, another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Stir up one another. Encourage one another. That's what we are called to do as the body of Christ. And sometimes, man, we just need help to get from here to here. And man, I can't see where my feet are going to land. I know. I know it's scary. I know it's hard. But if you believe that God is who he says he is and he will do what he says he will do, man, he has got you. He has got you. So follow him. Be faithful. There's a a scripture passage that when I I looked at it, it was something that I thought, man, this is something when you come to the edge, this is my hope for you when you come to the edge. And this is it's in Romans chapter 12, verses one and two. Uh, Probably uh, familiar for some of you. It says this. Uh, and, and, and this is my hope and prayer for every student and adult that comes in this room. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your act of spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the re- renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable this is my first hope, that you will come here and you will present your, your life, your body, as a living sacrifice to God. Every day, you want to follow him, you want to be in God's will every day, where it says, take up your cross and, and follow me daily. It's you laying aside the things that you want and going, God, I want to honor you with my life. Living sacrifice, that's what that means. Two, do not be conformed to this world. What? Quit chasing after the world. It's empty. The promises will not fulfill. They will hurt. They will wreck you. Quit chasing the world. And the third thing is be transformed by the word. This is my prayer for you. And that when, you, when we open the word of God, that whatever we read here, that's changing your life because you're going, this, this stuff is important enough that it ought to change my life. Lord, how do you want what's taught today to change my life? And let me be faithful. That should be our prayer, my prayer, every time I come in uh, underneath the Word of God to hear it taught. So we're called the edge. It's what we're called, and that's why we're called the edge. And I hope you have a better understanding of that. There's a, um, one of the favorite pictures I have of Noah and I. And it's from 12 years ago, and that was actually right before I came on staff here. It was March, almost exactly 12 years ago. Uh, and here's the picture right, right here. And we're sitting, uh, and now there is actually, we're not on the edge edge. There's an edge maybe six feet in, fr- in front of us. Cause it looks like, man, we are hanging out. Um, but we just sat, I, mean, you know, I, I love it because 
we just sat there together for probably 20 minutes, and I don't think we said a word because you were just staring off at how amazing it was and how amazing God was and what God had, had made. And um, each week, man, can I invite you to come to the edge just to sit and to soak? Uh, the world is full of so much junk. And sometimes we just need to go, God, let me just rest in awe of you. God, t- teach me something new about you today and how great you are. I want you to learn his commands and not just learn them to follow them. And I hope this is true for our youth group. And I, this is what occurs outside of when Dan is around, is how do you spur one another on when you're outside of those doors right there? You have friends in your life that are taking you, and when you're going, I don't know if I can do it, and they're going, be faithful, let's go. And they take you, and you go. And that's what we're supposed to be. That's what God's called us to be. So let's just be faithful. And uh, when you come to the edge, come expecting, right? If our God is who he says he is, when we open up the word of God, expect him to speak to you. And when he does, respond. Let's pray together. Dear God, I thank you so much. Chance just to talk about something that I think is very important to you. God, we have such a privilege just to be a uh, just, just just to meet here each week and to open your word but god i just ask that you'll you'll um lord that we'll be faithful that we as we even teach here uh, and as we um um walk this this thing of faith before uh, before you god that you'll help us to be strong to stand tall that when we're on that edge and we're scared to move forward, that we will have courage to move forward and we'll have friends that will spur us on all the more. God, we just need you. We need you to move. God, I need you to move in my life. I thank you so much that you love us and you don't give up on us. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.